The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Thurman Munson Stadium in Canton, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell, and this afternoon we've got doubleheader baseball for you from the high school level as the Waynedale Golden Bears will be the home team on the scoreboard this afternoon, bringing in their record of 9-4 and four on the season, 6-2 and two in Wayne County Athletic League, and tied for first place in the conference against the Strasburg Tigers at 10-6 and six on the year, and they are 5-4 and four in the IVC. Of course, this stadium has been named after former Yankee great Thurman Munson from Canton, Ohio, that died in 1979 in a plane crash as the Yankees had a day off in the month of August back then, and he came home and was practicing touchdowns and takeoffs in his private airplane just outside of Canton, and the tragedy struck, and the Yankees, who had won two consecutive World Series championships heading into that season in 77 and 78, and they were favored to win it again in 79. But when their captain, number 15, went down in that month of August in 1979, that pretty much ended the dynasty that the Yankees under George Steinbrenner had built. Of course, this stadium was named shortly thereafter for Thurman Munson. And for a time being, the Akron Arrows, who were called then, and now they are called the Rubber Ducks. They played here, and then the Indians purchased the ball club and moved it up to Akron, and they built Canal Park. And since then, this ballpark has been used for mainly high school games and some college games. They don't use it any longer for any minor league ball games, but it does get some use. They did renovate it a few years ago, put in more concession stands, although those are not open today. And this field is grass infield. It is a minor league situated ballpark. Down the lines, you've got 325, 375 to the alleys and 400 to deep center field. It's probably the first time that these players will play in an outfield as spacious as this one. It's definitely not up to code as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. As a matter of fact, there are probably some ball diamonds in the high school level that are even better suited than this, but this ballpark nonetheless is still in existence. They did put another ballpark over the right center field fence, another ball field that they they play some ball games on. They did have a doubleheader prior to this one. That's why we're getting on the air late and in those games, Canton McKinley was playing Eurexville Claymont, and Canton McKinley ended up winning both games. They scored a run in the bottom of the seventh inning of the nightcap to win that one by a final of 4-3. to three. And as I was told, the first game 
went about three hours. That doubleheader got underway at 11, and it didn't get finished oh, until probably about 15 minutes ago, and then they had to come out and drag the infield again, and they haven't relined the base paths or the batter's boxes. And a matter of fact, I think probably what's going to happen here is we are just going to go without the batter's boxes or the foul lines being relined for this one. This one is a doubleheader. It was slated to get underway at 4 o'clock this afternoon, and the second game would get underway somewhere around 6.30. But as you can tell, that is not going to happen because we are close to 4 o'clock right now, and the Bears, who are the home team, they are just now out taking infield practice this afternoon. Strasburg, well, they come into this afternoon's game with a record of 10 wins against 6 defeats. They are 5-4 and four in the IVC. They are playing under second-year head coach Mike Becker, and yes, he is the brother to former Northwestern Athletic Director Andy Becker, who's now at Chippewa High School as an assistant principal. The Tigers' big bat this year is Mitch Spinell. Now, he's hitting over 400. He's got seven doubles this year and 20 RBIs, and they like to run when they get on. I talked with Mike Becker before the ball game, and what they do is they try to get Geno Schuttbach, who is their leadoff man, on the base, and Schubach has done a pretty good job of doing that this year. His batting average heading into this afternoon's ball game is at the 444 range, and he's got 20 stolen bases this year. That leads the area. But talking to his coach, he says, you know, realistically, he is fast. He does know how to steal bases, but they've just run into a lot of catchers this year that have not been able to throw the ball effectively. Now, as far as the Bears are concerned, they are in a first-place tie in the Wayne County Athletic League with Chippewa at 6-2, and two, and Dalton is one game back in the conference. The Bears, they're all wrapped up with Chippewa. They've got no games left with them this year, but Dalton has got two, and those games will be played on May 2nd and May 3rd, which is a week from Monday and Tuesday, and that could have a lot to do with what happens in the conference standings this year. Talking with Justin McDowell before the game, the second-year head coach of the Golden Bears, he feels that if the Bears win out, they could possibly and probably would win their first conference title since 1999. This is the second Saturday in a row that the Bears are going to play a doubleheader. They split at Woodridge last Saturday, and they'll see what they can do here this afternoon. The pitchers for the Bears here today, Parker Snyder is going to go in the first game. Jay DeBacco will be going for the Strasburg Tigers. And in the second game, well, we don't know who that will be. It'll depend on what happens in the first game. And for Justin McDowell, it's going to be TBD to be determined, but he's going to pick between Steven Spidell and Manny Camacho. We're probably about 10 minutes away from this ball game here this afternoon, the first pitch of today's ball game. We're going to go over what we know were final scores and the action in today's lineup of games in high school girls softball and boys baseball. And we'll preview these two ball clubs. We'll do that when we return on this afternoon's broadcast of Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids 
to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ball game. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, this ball field is equipped with lights, so if it does go any further into the night, of course, they, I believe they can turn on the lights. I don't know for certain that they can. Uh, I'm not even certain that they have kept up the utility bill here at Thurman Munson Stadium. It's sorry to say that, but uh, this stadium is not exactly what it was when it was built 20 years ago before the Rubber Ducks ended up moving up to Canal Park in Akron. And rumor has it, and we may be talking with uh, Chris Lapish coming up during this afternoon's first game and discussing with him what's going to happen to the uh, high school gymnasium at Waynedale and some other items of interest. But from what I understand, rumor has it, the Bears could be playing at Canal Park next year. This is just step one of a three-step endeavor during the high school baseball season. In case you missed it, the Waynedale, or I should say the Cleveland Indians, not the Waynedale Golden Bears, but the Cleveland Indians won this afternoon as they beat the Detroit Tigers 10-1, to so they won two in a row from the Tigers in Detroit, and hopefully the Cavaliers can do the same tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, I should say, against the Detroit Pistons as the Cavs lead that series three games to none over the Pistons, and they've got game four tomorrow night at 8.30 in the Motor City. The Indians have got one more game set up with the Tigers, and that will be tomorrow afternoon at New Tiger Stadium, Comerica Park, up in Detroit, and that game will get underway at about 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Bright sunshine here this afternoon at uh, Munson Stadium, and the sun is peeking out behind the clouds. Now, if you get back underneath the awning here at Munson Stadium, it is a little chilly because that wind is blowing straight in from left center field. I don't think anybody's going to poke one out of here today because the wind is gusting in at a pretty good clip. But if you sit in the sunshine, which a lot of people are doing, and not many people sitting behind home plate, they're sitting behind the first and third base dugouts, well, then it's warmer than usual on this sunny Saturday afternoon. We're going to get this one underway at about a 60-degree temperature for this one, and it will be Parker Snyder going up against Jay DeBacco in the first game of this double dip. In girls softball action on Thursday, the Lady Bears beat Springfield 7-6. to They broke their losing streak. They are now 7-9 and overall. They're 2-5 and in conference play. In that game against Springfield, they pounded out 15 hits. Megan Omstutz and Riley Poling had three hits apiece. Carmen Huntsberger, Kendall Lloyd, and Morgan Wiss each added two hits in the ballgame. Omstutz was the winning pitcher. And this week for the Bears, they will be playing against... Smithville at home on Monday, then they'll be going to Smithville on Tuesday. Thursday, they'll be at Tusla, and Friday, they will be at Orville. Now, our broadcast schedule for this week on softball, we'll be bringing you that Smithville game at Smithville on Tuesday afternoon. And then on Friday, the Bears baseball team will be playing at Orville at Orr Park, and we'll be bringing you that one 
on Friday night. Yesterday's action, not much going on around the softball area. It was Worcester over Cloverleaf 9-5. to And at the Maslin George Duon tournament, Field defeated Dalton by a final score of 5-1. to In today's action... It is Chippewa and Northwestern playing at the Black River J.B. Firestone Invitational. Dalton is playing Marlington and Fairless at that Duon tournament. Tuslaw and Lake is taking on Lake and Barberton, excuse me, also at the same Duon tourney. Loudonville will be at the Wendy Spring Classic. Triway is at Norway in a doubleheader. Orville goes to the Akron Firestone Rock and Blast tournament. Rittman is at Lake Center Christian in a doubleheader. Worcester goes to... New Philadelphia in a double dip, and Coshocton plays at Highland in a doubleheader. And before we take a break, the second annual Waynedale Baseball Golf Outing at Riceland Golf Course, scheduled for April 9th, has been moved to Saturday, April 30th, because of the weather. That's next Saturday, so anyone interested in playing in the outing or sponsoring a hole, just a hole contact Justin McDowell at 567-224-8749. 5672248749. We'll be back with more before this afternoon's ball game right after this. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, coach. Thanks, coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, and the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Thurman Munson Stadium. I'm Dave Mitchell before this afternoon's ball game between the Waynedale Golden Bears and the Strasburg Tigers. In baseball action yesterday around the high school ranks in the Wayne County Athletic League, it was Smithville beating Orville seven to two. Dalton over Lucas in five innings, fifteen to five. Loudonville beat Mansfield Christian ten to nothing. That was also in five innings. And also in a run shortened game, it was Central Christian over St. Pete's twenty to five. In baseball action today, Wadsworth is a Chippewa, Norway goes to South Central, Orville is playing a doubleheader, and that is at Black River. Smithville is playing Barberton, that's a Canal Park in Akron. That begins in just a few minutes. That's where the Bears will be next year. We don't know who they'll be playing there next year, though. New London will be a Loudonville on a doubleheader, and Canton South goes to Highland. That game will begin at 6 o'clock. Now, the Strasburg Tigers are 5-4 and four in the IVC, but they are three games, actually three and a half games, behind Highland in the IVC. Highland's unbeaten. They're 12-0 and on the year, and they're 8-0 and in the IVC. Mike Becker has got a 10-6 and overall record in his second year as head coach of the Strasburg Tigers, and today he's going to go with his righty, Jay DeBacco. DeBacco on the season has pitched in 13 innings. He started 
three games this year, appeared in four. He's got a record of one win, two losses on the year. He's given up 19 hits, 18 runs, 11 of them earned. He's walked eight, struck out 15, and he's got an ERA of 5.92. He is a righty on the hill this afternoon for Mike Becker. But when the Bears are out in the field, they're going to have to keep a close eye on the top of the batting order for the Strasburg Tigers. That's Schubach, Tobacco, and Spinell. And why? Well, Schubach is hitting 444. Tobacco is hitting 396. And Spinell is hitting 458. And those three ball players, not only have they combined to hit basically on the average of about 430 on the year, they have also driven home a combined 50 runs on the season. None of them have hit a home run yet, though. They've also combined for 14 doubles. They've combined for 54 hits on the season. They've scored a total of 36 runs on the year combined. They have just been that top three in the batting order, a murderer's row for Mike Becker, and that has led them to the 10-6 and record. So with... Parker Snyder on the hill this afternoon, the lone lefty that the Bears have, and he will be going up against this top three in the batting order for the Strasburg Tigers. He's going to have to pitch around those three very, very carefully. Oh, and by the way, when you look at that top of the batting order, Gino Schupbach has also got 20 stolen bases on the season. And Paul Thomas, he's their catcher. Now, Thomas is going to bat down in the batting order today. He'll be number six. But he's the second leading stolen base guy in their batting order. He's got 11 stolen bases this year, and that's from a catcher. So that's what the Strasburg Tigers are going to put up against the Wayndale Golden Bears here this afternoon. So it's going to be a very challenging ball game, not only for Parker Snyder, but for Aaron Spidell, the rookie catcher, as a senior. But Spidell has done an outstanding job behind the plate over the past few games. On Monday against Chippewa in the loss to the Chips 7-6, Spidell actually picked the guy off second base, but he was called safe. But the Bears had him out by about a step and a half, but the umpire on the bases called him safe. The next night, he picked off Luke Brown at second. And then the Bears also picked off another player at first base. And then on Wednesday, in the win against Dalton, Spidell picked another player off of second base. So if he could do that today, Aaron's arm, it's not what you would expect from a catcher, but he does get rid of it very, very quickly. And he also has the same motion throwing back to the mound that he does throwing to second base. So that's always a good thing when you're watching to see what a catcher does. If that base stealer cannot tell what the catcher is going to do with the baseball, then it's awfully tough for him to get a good leadoff. And that's one thing that Spidell has brought to this team from behind the plate, taking over for Dakota Fincham from a year ago. The Golden Bears, they're 9-4 and four on the year, as I said. They are 6-2 and two in the Wayne County Athletic League. They have done an outstanding job. And in talking with Justin McDowell before the ball game, like I said, he figures that if the Bears can win out in the Wayne County Athletic League, and they've got two games left with the Smithville Smithies, those will be played on Monday and Tuesday. Then the following Monday and Tuesday, the same date that Dalton will be playing Chippewa, 
On Monday and Tuesday, May 2nd and 3rd, the Bears will be playing Rittman. They'll be at Rittman on Monday. They'll be home for Rittman on Tuesday. And then they will round out the conference schedule on May 9th and 10th, the following Monday and Tuesday, when they'll play at Hillsdale on May 9th and at Hillsdale on, or I'm sorry, at home for Hillsdale on May 10th. So the Bears have six conference games left. Now, what they're looking for is to win all of those games and put the pressure on Chippewa to also follow suit and win all of those games. And then the Bears, if they can do that, they figure they'll be in a pretty good position to win their first Wayne County Athletic League outright championships since 1999 and follow in the footsteps of the Bear basketball team this past winter. Now, going for the Bears this afternoon on the hill will be Parker Snyder. Now, Snyder started out the year, the senior, with an injury. He had to undergo surgery, so he missed the first four weeks of the season. He managed to come back last Saturday in a game against Woodridge and pitched, and then he came into the ball game on Monday against Chippewa, and he pitched in that game also. But on the season, Snyder, in the two appearances that he has made this year, he is 1-0 and on the year. Now, as we said, he has not pitched much. He's just pitched two and a third innings. And in those two and a third innings, he's given up two hits, one run, a walk, two strikeouts, and that is what he has done this year. And the opponents against him, the batting average from the opponents against Snyder has been 2.73. But realistically, you can't look at what Snyder has done so far this season and have any kind of a gauge on how successful or unsuccessful he has been in just two and a third innings. So today will be the really first opportunity that the Bears and Justin McDowell are going to have to take a look at Parker Snyder and just see where he is as far as coming back from that injury. We're going to take a look at the batting orders for this afternoon's game. We're going to do that, plus we're going to get set for this afternoon's ball game between the Strasburg Tigers and the Waynedale Golden Bears. We'll do that when we return right after this on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I perform for our high school choir director who taught me to breathe from the diaphragm and sing from the heart. Speech, debate, theater, music. The performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom. They help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying, productive lives. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who will you perform for? This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the high school in your community. Schools around Ohio take their sports very seriously. A possible concussion is also something to take very seriously. It's the law of the land with the passage of Ohio House Bill 143. This is Randy Reinhart with a reminder that OHSAA member schools and all youth sports organizations must follow state law when a possible concussion has been sustained. Please remember that multiple concussions in a short amount of time can be fatal. For symptoms and the OHSAA's concussion policy, log on to OHSAA.org and click on Sports Medicine. Dave Mitchell back at Thurman Munson Stadium up here in the press box. We're about just a few minutes away from getting the first pitch underway for this afternoon's game. But we talked a little bit about the top three in the batting order for the Strasburg Tigers. Well, the top three in the batting order for the Waynedale Golden Bears are going to be a concern to Jay DeBacco and the Strasburg Tigers because they're going to have to face off against one of the better players in the Wayne County Athletic League and Nick Strasbaugh, 
who is the leadoff man for the Bears today. He's batting 350 in the Bears season so far this year. He's got 14 hits in 40 official at-bats. Strasbaugh has driven home four runs. He's got five doubles on the season. And when you look at Strasbaugh, as far as stealing bases, he's leading the Bears in stolen bases with seven this year. We also talked about Paul Thomas, who is the second leading base stealer for the Strasburg Tigers. Well, the same can be said about Aaron Spidell for the Waynedale Golden Bears. Spidell has stolen five bases this year. At the number two spot in the batting order for the Bears is going to be Ryan Weaver, and he's been there all year, batting three thirty-three on the year. But what makes Ryan unique is the fact that he can handle the bat, he can bunt, but he's also get, been getting hit by pitches with some form of regularity this year. He's been hit by seven pitches this year. Unbelievable for Ryan Weaver in that second spot in the batting order. That is not the way you want to get on base, but hey, for Ryan, it works. And the third batter in the lineup for the Bears today is going to be Evan Reidenbaugh. He's batting 463 on the year. Evan is leading the team in hitting. He's got 19 hits and 41 at-bats. He's got two doubles on the season and six RBIs this year. So the Bears have got a top three that is going to be just as worrisome to Jay DeBacco, Mike Becker, and the Strasburg Tigers as the Waynedale Golden Bears are going to have to worry about the top three for the Strasburg Tigers as well. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for this afternoon's ball game. And the batting order today is being brought to you by PNC Bank. And we'll, let's tell you what's happening here as far as the lineups are concerned. First of all, four. The visiting Strasburg Tigers at 10-6, and 5-4 and four in the IVC. They will lead off Geno Schutbach. Schutbach, the eighth playing center field here this afternoon. Schutbach with a batting average of 444 on the year and 20 stolen bases. Jay DeBacco is the pitcher. He will be number eight here this afternoon. DeBacco batting 396 on the season. Mitch Spinell is the first baseman. Spinell batting third. He's batting 458 on the year, 22 RBIs this season. Jarrett McCracken is the third baseman. McCracken is batting cleanup. He's batting 267 on the year. Matt, Matt Needenthal. Now, Needenthal, you better get used to that name here today because there are three Needenthals in the lineup for Mike Becker this afternoon. Needenthal, this one, Matt, is going to be playing in left field today. And Matt Needenthal on the season is batting 313. Paul Thomas, the catcher, will bat sixth today. Thomas is batting 302. Mitch Needenthal is the shortstop. And Mitch Needenthal is batting 381. Jared Burnworth is in right field. Burnworth on the year batting 286. And Mike Needenthal will be at second base, and he is batting 357. And if you recognize some of those names, it's because they also played basketball, and the Bears took on the Tigers down in Strasburg in the latter part, actually the last game of the season. So it's Schupach, DeBacco, and Spinell leading it off for the Strasburg Tigers, the top three in the batting order. Jarrett McCracken. Matt Needenthal and Paul Thomas are the middle three. Mitch Needenthal, Jared Burnworth, and Mike Needenthal are the bottom three in this afternoon's batting order for the Strasburg Tigers. We are just minutes away from getting this thing underway as the umpires are out ready to go. Bears this afternoon are in their home brown uniforms with gold numerals, white trim, and the gray pants today. And for Strasburg, they're in their road orange uniforms with black numerals, white trim, and white pants 
this afternoon. As far as the Bears are concerned defensively, they will line up this way. Ryan Weaver is going to be in left field. Evan Reidenbaugh is in center. And Jared Wancic will be in right field. It's Marcus Schleybaugh at third. Nick Strasbaugh at short. Colton Purdy goes to second. And Shane Weaver will be at first. Aaron Spidell is the catcher. And Parker Snyder will be the pitcher here this afternoon for the Waynedale Golden Bears making his first start of the season. And it will be very, very interesting to see just how much he has come back from the surgery that he had to undergo earlier and if Justin McDowell will be able to depend upon him for any tournament action coming up down the road. Of course, the Bears' last game was against Dalton on Wednesday, and that was just an outstanding effort by Manny Camacho. As a matter of fact, the Bears have gotten back-to-back great starts by their pitchers. Marcus Schleybaugh on Tuesday night against Chippewa, and then Manny Camacho over at Dalton on Wednesday afternoon. Camacho used his off-speed pitch to keep the Bulldogs off-kilter in the batter's box and then came back with the fastball and they were behind it. Schleybaugh did the same thing, but the game plan that Schleybaugh had against the Chips was just simply outstanding. When he got two strikes against the Chippewa batters, he started that fastball out at about letter high, and then he kept going up, and the Chips never could catch up to it. And They spent most of the night upset at the home plate umpire for calling the high strike in that ballgame. The first pitch of this afternoon's ballgame will be coming up here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with baseball action from Thurman Munson Stadium, a double dip on Ultimate Sports Talk after this. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, Visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, we've got an opportunity. Let's take a look at the Waynedale batting order for this afternoon. They will start out Nick Strasbaugh, the leadoff man, and he will play shortstop. Ryan Weaver is in left field, batting second. Evan Reidenbaugh will be in center, batting third. Then comes Shane Weaver at first base. Aaron Spidell bats fifth. He's the catcher. It's Marcus Schleybaugh at third base, and he will bat sixth. Then comes Colton Purdy, the second baseman, batting seventh. Jarrett Varner, the freshman, is going to be the DH this afternoon. He's hitting for Parker Snyder, who's the pitcher, and Jarrett Wanzik is in right field, batting ninth. So it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Reidenbaugh. The top three, Weaver, Shane Weaver, that is, Aaron Spidell, and Schleybaugh are the middle three. And then comes Purdy, Varner, and Wanzik. And there was some discussion as to who was going to be the pitcher this afternoon in the second game for the Bears. Right now, it is TBD to be determined Justin McDowell is looking at either starting Steven Spidell 
or maybe even Manny Camacho, there had been some thought that maybe they would even go with Colton Purdy, who is normally the second baseman. So we'll see what Jarrett, Justin McDowell decides to do in the second game here this afternoon. Grass infield here at Thurman Munson Stadium, and of course grass down the foul lines. Foul lines are pretty good size down the right field and left field line here at Thurman Munson Stadium. It's 325 right down the lines, 375 in the left and right center field alleys, and 400 feet to dead center field. There's a trucking dispatch center right over the center field fence, which is white, so they have put up a darkened fence over the center field to give the hitter a better background of the ball coming in. And then you've got the scoreboard, which is out in left center field, which is not going to be manned today because there is nobody else up here in the press box other than me. I am up here all by my lonesome. And I guess for some people, probably the best place for me is in a press box all by myself. Nonetheless, this, that's the way it's going to start out here today. Parker Snyder, the lone left-hander on the Bears rotation. He has got a fastball, sticks mainly with the off-speed stuff. He's got the curveball, comes with the changeup, a little bit of a slider. And he does not throw the knuckler like Evan Reidenbaugh likes to throw. But Parker, what he's got going for him is the fact that he has got nice control. But this being just his third appearance of the year and his first start, it would be expected that he would be somewhat rusty out on the hill in this first start. So look for the top three in this batting order for Strasburg to try to jump on him right away and see what they can do. Ball goes down to second. We're set to go for this afternoon's ball game now as we'll get this one underway. The doubleheader here from Thurman Munson Stadium. Starting it off for the Strasburg Tigers, it will be Gino Schutbach, the center fielder. Schutbach on the year. He's had an outstanding season. 444 on the year. 24 hits in 54 at-bats. No home runs. He's had five doubles, two triples. Scored 22 runs on the year and been hit by a pitch. And he has walked three times while striking out just four. He's a left-handed hitter. And he steps into the batter's box. Snyder, left-handed pitcher. And we are set to get this one underway from Thurman Munson Stadium. Glad to have you along. And the first pitch of the ball game is over the outside corner for a called strike. 0-1 the count. So Snyder immediately starts peppering the outside corner. Schleyball at third base, playing in on the grass at third. Playing deep at first is Weaver. Infield deep in the middle. And the 0-1 pitch, that pitch is swung on, fouled straight back and out of play. And the count now is 0-2. Jay DeBacco is on deck, and then comes Mitch Spinell. Just a gorgeous day for baseball here. Temperature 61 degrees as we get this one underway. First game of a doubleheader. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate is a curveball over the outside corner for a called strike three. So Schupbach goes down looking. One away here in the first inning, and it brings up Jay DeBacco, Snyder's opposing number. He'll be the starting pitcher this afternoon. DeBacco, right-handed hitter, somewhat of a closed stance, stands deep in the batter's box. One away here in the first inning, and Snyder's pitch is high and outside for a ball. Ron Fuller is the home plate umpire this afternoon. 
One and no the count. Snyder rocks into the wind. And the pitch to the plate is over at the knees on the inside corner. One and one now the count. Snyder seems relaxed out on the mound, ready for this one, his first start of the year. One away, one and one the count, and the pitch from Snyder to DeBacco. Swung on and grounded wide at third. Strasbaugh comes over and picks it up at short. Throw across, is drags Weaver off the bag, but he tags DeBacco coming by. So a nice play by Shane Weaver at first base to save the error on Nick Strasbaugh. Two away, and it will bring up Mitch Spinell. Spinell, the first baseman, he's another one of the murderers row here in the top three. 4.58 on the year. He's batting 4.23 with runners in scoring position, and he's another left-handed hitter. Spinell, straightaway stance, swings, flies that out to center field, coming in his riding ball, medium deep, and he'll grab it for the third out of the inning. So in the inning for the Tigers, they get no runs. On no hits, they're up one, two, three, and your score. It is Strasburg nothing. Waynedale coming to bat. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. Jay DeBacco, the starting pitcher this afternoon for the Strasburg Tigers. DeBacco on the year. He's pitched 13 innings. This is his fourth start of the season. He's got a record of one win against two losses on the year, a 5.92 ERA and a whip of 2.08. He has struck out 15 in 13 innings of pitching, he's hit one batter, walked eight, given up 11 earned runs, 18 runs all total, and 19 hits on the season. He is a right-handed pitcher. He's got a fastball, a curveball, and a changeup, as most high school pitchers do. But his fastball, just looking at the warm-ups, has got some giddy-up. And he will be facing a batting order here for Wayndale of Nick Strasbaugh, Ryan Weaver, and Evan Reidenbaugh, and they will be the ones to get things underway here in the bottom of the first inning. Parker Snyder looking good in his first trip out to the mound in the top of the first. He set the Tigers up one, two, three, and there's no score as we head into this bottom half of the first inning. Good crowd here this afternoon. It's a much better crowd here today than it was for the McKinley Claymont game. That was a double header that started at 11 o'clock this morning. But to be honest, when I got here, and I'm not joking, there were about five people in the stands. That was it. And when both of these ball clubs got here, that pretty much just increased the attendance exponentially. And then when the crowds for both ball clubs got here, well... Then that's when the place started to look like there was a ball game. DeBacco's going to be on the hill, and he's going to face Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh stepping in with a 350 batting average, and the first pitch at the bottom of the first is a fastball down low. 1-0 the count to Nick. So DeBacco behind in the count. That's one thing that Snyder did in the top of the first was get ahead of the hitters. And the 1-0 pitch, that's a curveball over the inside corner for a called strike. 
unless Nick really likes the first pitch, if it's a ball, he normally continues to take until he gets a strike. Well, now it's even in the count one and one, and the pitch, that's a curveball that breaks outside. Two balls, one strike to count to Strasbaugh. Nick on the year, 14 hits, 40 at-bats for the senior. That pitch swung on, fly ball down the left field side, ranging over is Matt Needenthal near the foul line in foul territory, and he grabs it, leaning to his left, back almost in fair territory. He almost overran that ball, but he still got it for the first out of the ball game for the Tigers. And it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver, left-handed hitter, the only lefty that the Bears have in their lineup today. No score, one away here in the bottom of the first. And that pitch is over but low, a fastball. 1-0. We are located just off of I-77 here in Canton, just south of Canton. 1-0, swung on and fouled down the left field side, not a play. This field has got an awning that goes from the third base dugout around behind home plate and over to the first base dugout. And the 1-1 pitch, that's a curveball that's outside. Two balls, one strike with Rydenbaugh on deck. Just an honor to play at this field for these players. And the 2-1 is swung on and tapped down the third base line, coming in the third baseman. McCracken, he's going to throw across his in-time. Nice stretch by Spinell at first to get the speedy Ryan Weaver. So McCracken with a nice play, and then Spinell with a nice play at first base. Two away. And it leads to Evan Reidenbaugh coming up. Evan, his first trip to the plate this afternoon. The Bears' leading hitter batting 463. Batting in that number three spot with two down. Takes a curveball at the knees for a called strike. Owen won the count. Infield deep. And the 0-1 is outside of fastball. Rydenbaugh now even in the count. One ball, one strike. Everybody expected it to rain on Thursday. That's why they moved the Dalton game up. And then it rained. Didn't rain on Thursday and rained yesterday, but there was no game scheduled. That pitch is low and outside to Evan. And the count now 2-1. DeBacco, right-hander, moves in motion, works quickly. The 2-1 pitch swung on a grounder right back through the box and into center field for a base hit. So Reidenbaugh on with the first hit of the ball game, a base hit to center field. And it brings to the plate the cleanup hitter, Shane Weaver. Shane with a runner on, steps up to the plate on the year. Weaver is batting 314 got eight RBIs, 11 hits, and 35 at-bats. Six doubles, no triples. Weaver, right-handed batter. Open stance from the right side of the batter's box. Reidenbaugh gets the lead. Spinell's holding him, and Weaver takes the first pitch, a fastball. Nice pitch at the knees for a strike. Aaron Spidell's on deck for the Bears. DeBacco working out of the stretch for the first time today. He's going to throw to first and back with a head first dive is Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan was just getting his lead 
had a couple of step lead and had to get back in a hurry. I think he panicked a little bit more than he needed to. Gets about a four-step lead. Debaco comes set. Right ball holds. Swung on and missed by Weaver. And Debaco ahead in the count now 0-2. Here in the bottom of the first. No score from Munson Stadium. I'm Dave Mitchell. And Debaco turns and throws to first. Not in time. Outfield playing shallow. Of course, this outfield is so big. You could play deep and still would look shallow. And that's a fly ball right field coming over as the right fielder. Burnworth over in foul territory, and he can't catch it, and it's out of play. So Weaver stays alive at 0-2. Weaver, a couple of big hits during the week against Chippewa on Tuesday and then against Dalton on Wednesday. Shane. Still playing with that injured shoulder, but obviously it's much better. And the 0-2 pitch swung on. Fly ball, right field. Burnworth doesn't even have to move now. Strolls over to his left a few steps and grabs it for the final out of the inning. So for the Bears in the inning, they get no runs on one hit, no Strasburg errors, and one left on base. As we head to the second, we've got no score. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, Parker Snyder will come out to toil for this second inning of the ball game. Snyder made quick work of the Tigers in the first inning, sending them three up and three down. And it will bring up the middle of the order. Jarrett McCracken, Matt Needenthal, and Paul Thomas. McCracken, the third baseman for the Tigers. And he's got the worst batting average of anybody in the starting lineup, and it's still not bad at 267. He's hitting 357 with runners in scoring position, and he's got a 422 slugging percentage. So he's still doing an outstanding job at the plate. He's got seven doubles on the year, six RBIs, but he's walked five times and struck out six. So that'll be the leadoff man for the Strasburg Tigers. He's a right-handed hitter, big, strong right-handed hitter, 19 on the back of his orange and black road uni so Parker Snyder trying to continue what he did in the first inning as the Bears congregate on the mound and now they break things up just a gorgeous day here this afternoon good day to be watching baseball and as I said earlier if you sit in the sun it's really nice out if you sit underneath the awning behind home plate then it's a little chilly Snyder works out of the wind here in the second inning with no score. And McCracken takes that at the letters for a called strike. McCracken, one of the oddities. He's a left-handed first base, uh, third baseman. 
And the pitch to the plate. Swung on. Popped up on the infield. Coming over is Schlebaugh. And foul territory at third. And he grabs it in between third and home. So McCracken fouls out to third. One away. And it brings up Matt Needenthal. Needenthal, the left fielder. Batting 313 on the year. Seven RBIs, no home runs. Right-handed batter. And the pitch is high and outside for a ball. Marcus Schleyball was expecting a bunt, and he started charging in at third. He's about three steps behind the bag at first. The wind by Snyder and the pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play. So the count evens at one and one. Right back into the aluminum seats just to the right of us. One ball, one strike to count. Two, Matt Needenthal with one down. And the pitch from Snyder swung on. Lined out into right center field coming over his Wanzik, and he'll play it on a bounce. So Matt Needenthal has got the first hit of the ball game for the Strasburg Tigers. And he is at first base with one down. And it will bring up Paul Thomas. Thomas the catcher. 302 batting average on the year. He's got seven RBIs, no home runs, and three doubles, ten base hits. Coming set is Snyder, the lefty, and the pitch to the plate hangs upstairs for a ball. We're doing both games here this afternoon. Neither coach has decided on his second game starter. Coming set is Snyder. And the 1-0 as the runner holds. That's a curveball down low. Nice stop by Spidell. 2-0 now the count. Mitch Needenthal is on deck. Matt Needenthal is at first base after getting the first hit of the ball game for the Tigers. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate as Needenthal holds. And Needenthal takes that for a called strike. Or Thomas takes it for a called strike. 2-1 the count now to the catcher. There's a double play depth. Coming set is Snyder. Swung on and pops straight back and right on top of us. No chance of us getting a foul ball here today. I don't know why I'm saying us. I'm the only one up here. There is nobody else in this press box. Nobody's running the scoreboard. Nothing here today. Count even at 2-2. Two and two. Snyder comes set. Peers over to Needenthal. He holds that pitch. Swung on. Pop foul over near the first base dugout. Shane Weaver says he's got it in between the first base bag and the dugout, and he does. So Thomas pops out to third, or to first, excuse me, two away. Matt Needenthal holds it first, and it brings to the plate Mitch Needenthal, the shortstop. Mitch Needenthal batting 381 on the year. He's done an outstanding job. 16 hits, 42 at-bats. Right-handed batter. Matt Needenthal holds it first. The pitch to Mitch Needenthal is over the inside corner for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Jared Burnworth is on deck. Mitch Needenthal, right-handed batter against the left-hander Parker Snyder. Matt Needenthal holds it first. And that pitch is swung on and grounded to second to Colton Purdy. He'll pick it up, flip it over to Nick Strasbaugh at second for the force, and that will do it for 
Strasburg in this second inning of play. No runs, one hit. They leave one man on. As we head to the bottom of the second, it is Waynedale nothing, Strasburg nothing. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. No score as we head to the bottom of the second inning. Parker Snyder got out of a little trouble, just like Jay DeBacco did in the bottom of the first. And the Bears will send to the plate Aaron Spidell, Marcus Schleybaugh, and Colton Purdy here in the bottom of the second inning. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along here today on Ultimate Sports Talk. Indians won today 10-1 to over the Detroit Tigers. They'll play game three of that series tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Comerica Park up in Detroit. So the Indians have taken the first two games of that series. Mark Donahue and I will talk about the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show coming up Monday night at 9 here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Spidell steps into the batting box for the first time today. DeBacco moves into the wind and a curveball is over at the belt for a called strike to Aaron. Spidell was taking all the way on the year. Aaron hitting 395, leading the team in ribbies with 12. The wind and the pitch to the plate, low and outside of fastball. So DeBacco started him out with a curve, broke it over the heart, and then came back with a fastball, low and outside. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate. That's a fastball over the outside corner. 1-2. and two. Marcus Schleybaugh is on deck, and then Colton Purdy. No score from Munson Stadium at Canton. And the pitch to the plate, low and outside. Nice stop by the catcher, Thomas. Count evens 2-2. Two and two. Looked like a waste pitch by DeBacco trying to get Spidell to jump on it, but he held back. 2-2 two and two the count. The wind by DeBacco and the pitch to the plate is swung on. Popped up on the infield. Now dropping back into the outfield is Mike Needenthal. But Jared Burnworth decides to come in, call him off, and then he makes an adventure of it and still makes the catch. So Burnworth called off Mike Needenthal at second, and then he almost overran the ball. But nonetheless, the out is registered. One away, and it brings up Marcus Schlebaugh. A couple of adventures by the outfielders here today for... Strasburg. That pitch by DeBacco is low and outside to Marcus. 1-0 the count. Schleybaugh has been the king this year of opportunistic hitting. He's hitting 263, but he's also driven home nine runs, and he takes that over the outside corner, but just outside. Now mentioned by 
home plate umpire Ron Fuller, so the count is 2-0. DeBacco deals the 2-0 pitch to the plate. Fastball, strike at the knees. 2-1. Into the motion is DeBacco. The 2-1 pitch to the plate is outside. Ball 3. 3-1. and one. DeBacco losing control. First time here this afternoon that he's gone three balls on a batter. And the 3-1 pitch to the plate. That is outside. Ball four gets by the catcher, Thomas. But Schleybaugh will just jog to first and hang there. So the first walk of the ball game registered to Marcus Schleybaugh. He's on at first. One down. And it brings up Colton Purdy. Number two on the back of his brown and gold uniform. Purdy. On the season, playing second base here today, batting 143. But he's been pretty good at opportunistic hitting himself. He's got seven RBIs. Schleybaugh gets the lead. Ball gets by Thomas as it bounced in front of the plate. And the wild pitch will send Schleybaugh out of second. Thomas a little slow getting back and getting the ball. And Schleybaugh thought about going to third, but he'll hold right at second base. So the wild pitch sends it to send Schleybaugh to second base. Coming set is DeBacco, and the pitch is a strike over the inside corner to Purdy. One and one the count. Jarrett Varner, the freshman, is on deck. Good-looking hitter. And the one-one pitch is over the inside corner. Purdy really close to the home plate area. That one looked inside, but it broke over the inside corner. And the count is one and two. Almost got Purdy on the front elbow. One and two the count. And the pitch to Colton swung on right back through the box off the glove of the pitcher. Picked up by second baseman Mike Needenthrall. Throw the first in time to get Purdy. So a 1-4-3 out registered against Purdy and going to third is Marcus Schleybaugh. So there's two down. And the freshman, Jared Varner, who's wearing number 22 here this afternoon. He's the DH for Parker Snyder. Varner will get the opportunity to drive home a run with a runner at third, and he taps that one up the first baseline and foul to the first baseman, Spinell. Varner got a chance to hit in the Dalton game and registered an out. He's got a good-looking swing. And he pitched earlier this week and threw a one-hitter. For the JV team, that pitch swung on and fouled straight back. Well, he is, was right on that pitch, and the count now 0-2 to Jarrett Varner. On deck is Jarrett Wanzik. Runner at third is Schleybaugh, getting a good lead off third. The DeBacco working out of the stretch. He comes set. The 0-2 pitch swung on and lined foul down the right field side into the stands. Boy, Varner has had three good cuts against DeBacco, and the count is three is 0-2. Right-handed batter, straightaway stance, holds the bat up about ear level. The 0-2 pitch called, strike three, as he came back with a fastball, and Varner wasn't expecting it. The Bears have a rally, but can't get anything across as we head to the third. It's nothing, nothing. 
The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. No score as we head to the third inning of play. Here in this one against Strasburg. Parker Snyder out there. Seeing what he can do against this lineup. And he's going to go up against Burnworth, Mike Needenthal, and Gino Schuttbach. Back to the top of the order. Bears, the rest of this week, they will be at home for Smithville. Wayne County Athletic League game. And then they'll be on the road Tuesday at Smithville, another conference game. On Thursday, they go to Tuslaw. And Friday, they'll be at Orville. And we'll have that game for you here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Our next broadcast game will be Tuesday. If you don't count the second game of this doubleheader, it'll be Tuesday. As the Bears will be playing, Lady Bears will be playing at Smithville. And we'll bring you that game. Stepping into the batter's box, Jared Burnworth, the right fielder, right-handed batter, even with the plate. Snyder into the motion. And the pitch is a changeup upstairs, ball one. Burnworth on the year, batting 286 this season. Semi-crouch at the bat in the batter's box, and the 1-0 swung on. Pop foul down the right field side. Shane Weaver gives chase, and it'll go back in the stands. One of one the count. Smithville's playing Barberton at Canal Park in Akron. That game got underway just about the same time this one did. That's before the Rubber Ducks play their game tonight. Bears hope to play a game next week, next year at Canal Park. And the 1-1 squaring to bunt is Burnworth. Nice bunt up the right first base side, but Parker Snyder with a good jump off the mound picked it up through to first in time to get the out. So Burnworth tried to bunt his way on, but Snyder with a good play over on the first base side throws him out, one away, and it brings up Mike Needenthal. Mike Needenthal, one of the three Needenthals in the lineup, batting 357 coming into this afternoon's game. He's another right-handed hitter. And the pitch is upstairs. Mike Needenthal plays second. Matt Needenthal plays left. Mitch Needenthal plays short. If there's any others, one will probably be the bat boy and the other one the water boy. That pitch is outside. 2-0 the count. On deck the leadoff man, Gino Schupbach. Right back to the top of the order, which has been devastating to opposing teams this year for the Tigers. And the 2-0, that is a called strike over the heart of the plate. 2-1. Snyder was forced to come with a fastball, and he did. 
Count now two balls, one strike. To Mike Needenthal. Snyder into the wind. Delivers the 2-1. Swung on it. Grounded up the third base side. Fair ball picked up by Schlebaugh near the bag. Throw to first base. Nice stretch by Shane Weaver. And they register the out. So Needenthal grounds out the third. Second good play in the ball game by Shane Weaver. In the first inning, he got, got DeBacco coming up the first base side when a throw by Strasbaugh pulled him off the bag. And Weaver had to make the tag. And now this time he had to stretch things out to get Mike Needenthal two away. And it brings up Schutbach. Schutbach struck out looking his first time up. He's the left-handed batter, leadoff man. 20 stolen bases with two down. He takes that pitch high and outside. 1-0 the count. No score from Munson Stadium here in the third. And the 1-0 pitch to Schutbach swung on and lined into right field for a base hit. Picked up by Wanzik. Now he bobbles it a little bit and gets the ball back into the infield. But that'll be the second base hit of the ball game for the Tigers. Schutbach is on and he has got 20 stolen bases this year. So let's see what Mike Becker puts on and let's see how Aaron Spidell is able to perform against him. Two down. Schutbach getting the lead. Snyder's going to pay particular attention. He holds him. Pitch to the plate. Is upstairs for a ball. Jay DeBacco, the batter. He grounded his short his last time up. Schutbach with those 20 stolen bases. Gets the lead off first. Good lead off first. Weaver holding him. Snyder comes set. And he delivers to the plate as low and inside. Nice scoop by Spidell. Schutbach has not shown any indication of going on the first two pitches. Mitch Spinell is up on deck if DeBacco can keep this inning alive. Coming set is Spidell, there is Snyder. Now that pitch is high and outside, ball three. Snyder maybe concentrating a little bit too much on Schutbach and not enough on the hitter. 3-0 and the count. Schutbach isn't doing really anything at first other than getting off a normal lead. That's where he is right now, getting the lead. He holds, and that pitch is upstairs, ball four. So the first walk of the ball game given up by Parker Snyder. Sent Schutbach down to second. DeBacco is at first, and it brings up Mitch Spinell, the first baseman. He flied to center his last time up. So runners at first and second now. Coming set is Snyder. And the pitch to Spinell is a called strike at the knees. Went back to the fastball over the outside part of the plate. 0-1. McCracken is on deck. He's the cleanup hitter. But Spinell is the man with 22 RBIs, and that's a fly ball back here straight away and out of play. And the count is 0-2. No balls, two strikes to Spinell. Runners at first and second for the Tigers. Here in the third inning of play. And the 0-2 pitch. Swung on. Fly ball center field. Reidenbaugh moving to his right. 
And he's got it over in right center field for the final out of the inning. But in the inning, one no runs on one hit. They leave two men on base for the Tigers. Your score heading into the bottom of the third. It is still Waynedale nothing, Strasburg nothing. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. No score as we head to the bottom of the third inning of play from Munson Stadium. I'm Dave Mitchell. Coming up for the Bears here in the inning, it will be the nine one and two hitters: Jarrett Wanzik, Nick Strasbaugh, and Ryan Weaver against Jay Debacco. Debacco pitched out of a little bit of a problem in the second inning and in the first. He has yet to set the Bears down one, two, three. Wanzik on the year steps into the plate, batting three twenty-three on the season. He had a single and a double three RBIs against Dalton on Thursday. He squares and bunts it right near the mound. Picked up by DeBacco off to the right of the mound. Throw to first base in time. Boy, if Wanzik could have placed that about two feet more towards third, he had a base hit. But instead, he grounds right back to the mound on the bunt attempt. One away. And it brings up Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh fouled out right down the left field line his first time up, so he is 0 for 1. We're in the bottom of the third inning, one out, no score. That pitch is a curveball over at the knees. Nick was taking all the way for a called strike. Just a beautiful day here in Canton. The 0-1 pitch swung on and missed. Boy, DeBacco doing a nice job of pitching. Started him off with a curveball that Nick took for a strike. Second pitch was a fastball. Busted him in right on the hands, and it's 0-2. And the next pitch, that's a curveball. Nick holds up, gets away from the catcher, but it was outside. And the count now 1-2. and two. Strasbaugh has yet to make a decision on where he's going to school. He wants to play baseball, possibly football. One and two the count. And Strasbaugh takes that over below. Two and two now the count. Some people in the stands are wearing shorts. Justin McDowell was wearing shorts before the game, and now he's got the baseball pants on. The 2-2 pitch to Strasbaugh. Swung on and grounded. Wide of short. Picked up by the shortstop. Mitch Needenthal throws to first base in time. Nice scoop by Spinell at first base. So Strasbaugh is retired to the shortstop. And it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver the left fielder. Left-handed hitter. Weaver grounded to third his first time up. So he is 0 for 1. 
And the pitch to the plate is a called strike at the knees. Nice pitch by DeBacco. 0-1 the count. Into the wind and DeBacco the pitch to the plate. That one is a called strike at the knees again. And now Weaver is down. No balls, two strikes. We're in the third inning. No score, nobody on. And the pitch to the plate to Ryan Weaver. Swung on a miss, strike three. Three up, three down for the Bears here in this third inning of play. And as we head to the fourth, we've still got no score. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, your line score through three innings of play here from Munson Stadium for the Tigers. No runs on two hits. They've left three men on so far, and they have committed no errors in the ballgame. For Waynedale, no runs on one hit. They have left two men on, and they have committed no errors in the ballgame. We've got an old-fashioned pitcher's duel going on between these two ball clubs. Parker Snyder, the lefty for the Bears, and the righty, Jay DeBacco, for the Strasburg Tigers. That was the first 1-2-3 inning that DeBacco has registered in the contest. Snyder set the Tigers down 1-2-3 in the first inning, but after that, he's had problems thereafter. But he has still held the Tigers scoreless in this ballgame. Nothing, nothing. It will be Matt Needenthal, Paul Thomas, and Mitch Needenthal coming up. For Mike Becker's Tigers. Jarrett McCracken, excuse me, will be the leadoff man here. McCracken, the cleanup man, popped out to third his first time up. He's the third baseman. So he is 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Snyder into the wind. And the pitch to the plate is outside, ball one. Wind calmly blowing in from left center field. Outfield shallow for McCracken. Into the motion is Snyder. The 1-0 swung on it, lined up the gap into left center field, and coming over and playing it on a couple of bounces is Ryan Weaver. So McCracken has got a base hit. That's the third of the ball game for the Tigers. And it brings to the plate... Matt Needenthal. Needenthal singled. He's got one of the three hits. And then was forced out to end the second inning of play. So he's one for one. McCracken getting the lead off first. He's holding. And the pitch is a called strike at the belt. 0-1 the count here in the fourth. Paul Thomas is on deck. Snyder comes set. Checks the runner. He's holding. That's a curveball that hangs upstairs. One and one. The count to Matt Needenthal with Paul Thomas on deck. And 
And the 1-1 pitch. Runner holds. Pitch inside. Aaron Spidell digs it out of the dirt. Gets it back to the mound. 2-1 the count. Now to the batter, Matt Needenthal. Coming set, Snyder. And the pitch. Runner holds. Swung on. Fly ball center field. Reidenbaugh comes in. Grabs it for the second out of the inning. First out of the inning. Excuse me. First out of the inning. McCracken holds at first base. And it will bring up Paul Thomas. Thomas is 0 for 1 in the ball game. He popped the first his last time up. So he steps into the batter's box. Right-handed hitter. McCracken getting the lead off first. And he holds against the lefty Snyder. Throw it down to first base. Nice scoop by Shane Weaver as the ball bounced in front of him. Want to know the count to the batter, Paul Thomas. Mitch Needenthal is on deck. Paul Thomas, right-handed hitting catcher. Getting the lead is McCracken at first. And the pitch is inside. Nice scoop by Spidell over the inside part of the plate. 2-0 the count now. Canton with their best opportunity so far at getting a run in this game. Strasburg, I should say. We're here in Canton. Coming set is Snyder. Pitch over the outside corner for a called strike. Two and one the count. McCracken getting a good lead off first, but he hasn't shown any indication of going. Short lead now. And the wind and the pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled. Over in the right field side, coming over is Wanzik. He's going to catch it in the right field side in fair territory. And there are two away here in the inning. And it brings up Mitch Needenthal to the plate. Two away, McCracken holds at first base, and Mitch Needenthal steps up. He bounced into a fielder's choice to end the second inning of play. Snyder with two away in a scoreless contest here in the fourth inning. Throws a strike over at the knees. Needenthal takes that one. On deck is Burnworth. Getting the lead off of first base is McCracken. Snyder comes set. Checks McCracken at first. He holds and that pitch is swung on and top to second. Picked up by Purdy. He'll just step on the bag himself and that'll do it for the Tigers here in the inning. But in the inning they get no runs, one hit. And as we head to the bottom of the fourth, Chris Lapish coming up next, and it's no score as we head to the bottom of the fourth. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone, readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. 
Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Back at Thurman Munson Stadium and joining us here as we head to the third inning of play, or the bottom of the third inning of play, fourth inning of play, I should say, is Chris Lapish, the athletic director at Waynedale High School. Chris, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, Dave. So how did this game actually come to be? Well, it all started when I was head coach over at Fairless uh, back in the day. Um, Sandy Valley, Dave Burkett, who's now the AD and uh, head coach at Tuslaw, he and I uh, had a good you know, an idea. Hey, want for the experience for the kids, why don't we play a doubleheader, Sandy Valley and Fairless, uh, every year, and we would switch as home teams. Well, when Justin McDowell came in, I, I suggested, why don't we do that with another school? And uh, we called, I know Strasburg was interested in playing us this year, so I called their uh, AD, uh, Gary Spinell. I said, hey, why don't we make it at Munson and do similar to what I did back at Fairless? And he was all, he's all for it. So uh, we're going to try to make this a tradition, a Strasburg-Waynedale every year playing at Munson, a doubleheader, if they have this, if it's scheduled, you know, the we can get the field. Right. Yeah. Evan Reidenbaugh led off the inning, and he tried to bunt himself on, and it was grabbed by the third baseman, McCracken, and he was thrown out at first base, and now the first pitch to Weaver is a ball, one one or no the count. So is there any chance of this game maybe, well, not this game, but is there any chance of maybe being a game up at Canal Park like Smithville's playing? The, the Canal Park one is a little tricky. It depends, and I got to do a little bit more research on it. But I okay. know there was if we want if some teams if they wanted to play in Canal Park, you had to buy a certain amount of Rubber Ducks tickets. Okay. So they kind of made that. So you had to sell X amount of Rubber Duck tickets, and you could go. So basically, we'd be spending money going to that game, and I don't know X amount. It's kind of like a fundraiser for them. Now, I don't know if there's another avenue. Uh, Good friend of mine, who uh, his name is Dennis Dever, who is a head coach at Woodridge. We played them last weekend mm-hmm. in a doubleheader. Um, when he and I, we, he and I played doubleheaders at, at Fairless together, and he and I have always talked about either playing, doing that similar with Woodridge, playing a neutral site doubleheader every year, either at Canal Park or go up to Kent and, and play at Kent State. So uh, that's in the works. Hopefully, something can happen in the near future. Shane that. Weaver just walked. He's on at first base, and it brings up Aaron Spadell. Spidell flied to right his first time up, and that pitch is down low, ball one. So I hear rumors that there's a basketball coaching job available. Yeah, there is. Yeah, um, Coach Reeby, uh he stepped down after, I believe, 17 years of service, uh, did a great job. Um, it's open right now, open position. Probably we're looking at early next week that we'll have a decision on that job. Well, whoever is going to be the coach, they're going to have, as that pitch is, Taking a called strike by Spidell, one one the count. They're going to have some new renovations, I understand, in the gymnasium next year. Yeah, um, we are going to replace the lights in the gymnasium. They're going to be replaced along with all the locker rooms, all the lockers in there. We're going to have a refurbished locker room. So uh, it was a permanent improvement project by the district. So I thank uh, Mr. Ritchie and the school board and Rick Campbell for putting that all together. So uh, this summer... Uh, Make some changes, and we'll have a new look next year in our gymnasium you just, and in our locker facilities. You just saw it first. Shane Weaver just got his first stolen base of the year. Yes. Go Shane. Good job, <laughs> Shane. And, and Aaron Spidell swung on and missed at the pitch. The count is one and two. So what kind of renovations are you going to do inside the locker room? A lot of people don't get to see what's inside the locker room, I know, but what kind of renovations are you going to be doing there? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to switch the locker rooms, you know, because we also have to deal with physical education classes. 
the middle locker room, there's actually three locker rooms. There's one girls, uh, one guys, and there's like a middle locker room where we have coaches' offices in there and also our physical education teacher's office. Well, that middle locker room used to be used by the wrestling and the football teams. Well, with the new, uh, when the newer wrestling facility that was uh, here, the wrestling team and the football team do not dress there anymore. So we have an open locker room. What we're going to do is put all of our uh, boys' physical education classes in that middle locker room. So that opens up uh, the locker room that the basketball team uses, you know, normally. That's going to be a total basketball slash baseball locker room. Okay. The girls' locker room on the other side, we have a middle area that has um, – an ice machine in there was an old training room. We're going to put the girls' PE uh, small lockers in there. Then we're going to renovate the, just to make it a girls' varsity locker room. So for our volleyball, our basketball team, and, and our softball team to store stuff in there. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Aaron Spidell just got a base hit to center field. That scored Shane Weaver. So the Bears lead it one to nothing. And then Marcus Schlebaugh grounded to short. Spidell took third on the throw across, and it brings up Colton Purdy. Purdy watches that pitch go high and in tight, ball one. So are all the schedules for next year, Chris, all set? Yes, except for well, I need to, I need to find one more girls' basketball game because Clear Fork dropped us because they are, they're going into a new league. So uh, we have – I'm in conversation with Mad, uh, uh, Man, Mansfield Madison and also Lucas. So hopefully one of those two teams we can pick up so we have a home game we got to fill. But everything else, yeah, we're all set. Well, that, that's good. Clear Fork's going into a new league. I didn't hear that part. Well, they're trying to get in a new league. Um, it's all, it's kind of it's kind of confusing over there on the west side of the state over there. Right. But they want they they definitely uh, try. Or they're trying to get out of the OCC and try to maybe get with some more teams west of them. But uh, yeah, so they dropped us, which I understand. They're they're trying to. They're trying to get a new league, and they, I guess they're sat, it was a Saturday game because Clear Fork's kind of a ride for us mm-hmm. on that. Um, and they said they have Saturday league games. So Any chance of Highland? No chance <laughs> of Highland, no. No, 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 uh, no. I talked to Coach Klein, and uh, Highland was not on our list. Ah, to fill. I'll, I'll yeah. have to have a talk. Purdy <laughs> is going to ground one to short, picked up by the shortstop. Mitch Needenthal throw across. Yes. Not in time. Spidell scores on the fielder's choice, and it is two to nothing. Bears as Purdy picks up the infield single and the RBI. So the Bears now lead it two to nothing. Purdy with two outs, still at first base, and it'll bring up Jarrett Varner, the freshman, to the plate. Well, as we look at the status of the the athletic department at Waynedale, how do you feel things have gone over this past season as we round out the year? Oh, I think. <laughs> Definitely a lot of success uh, in our athletic programs. I mean, starting uh, starting in the fall, first time you know our football team went to the playoffs in in some years. Uh, volleyball team went to the district semifinals, you know, in their sport. Then you go, you know, we move on into the winter season. Our wrestling team won its fifth straight WCAL title. Also, our basketball team won its first uh, WCAL title in, since 2006 and also went to the district championship uh, game against Oberlin. So uh, our uh, baseball team is tied for first right now, doing well. And so, yeah, very, very good season so far for the, uh, for the Bears. This has been quite a senior class, hasn't it? It's been a very good senior class, absolutely. Yeah, quite special. Yep. I uh, mean, a lot of people know about the boys, but even the girls. Have even been. the girls, yes. The girls are doing a, a heck of a job. You know, you know, we were even looking at our girls' track team right now. They're improving a lot. Uh, Denise Mockamer, um, 
She's pole vaulting, doing a real good job, getting over like 11 feet. Uh, she's going to be signing on Tuesday with Youngstown State, so she's going there to, to vault. So, uh, and it, so it's uh, doing well. Jared Varner got his first base hit to right field while we were away and taking second Colton Purdy. So now up to the plate is Jarrett Wanzik. Wanzik against Debaco. Mike Becker came out to talk to him a little bit. Still two down. Two nothing Bears. They've broken through here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate is low. 2-0. and Chris, what about, what about next year? What, what type of goals do you have and aspirations for the seasons next year? I think, you know, since we do have a, a large senior class of athletes, both boys and girls that are, will be leaving us, and a lot of them are going on to uh, play some college, uh, go in college athletics, um, I just, I always tell my coaches just be competitive. I like my goal is for all of our coaches to be in the top half of the league, the top four in the league every year. Yeah, I understand, you know, that may not happen. Depends on the talent that you may have. But uh, that's our goal, to be competitive in the league every year. So hopefully, uh, you know, in some sports, it might, it might have been down this year. Hopefully they get a little better next year. So that's what I believe in. So what, uh, what's your thoughts about Connor Cook? <laughs> <laughs> Connor Cook. Yeah, ask I, have a, I have, as a Michigan State fan, kind of a, a love-hate relationship with him, <laughs> um, like a few Michigan State fans. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I, hopefully everything goes well with him. Uh, definitely, if Connor does well, that helps recruiting for Michigan State, especially quarterbacks. Um, I'm looking probably not a first-round pick, maybe second, third-round pick. Hopefully somebody will take a flyer on him um, and hopefully does well. You know, I heard the other day, I heard somebody talking, that, that pitch was taken down low and to Wanzik, and now the count is 3-1 and one as he fouled the other pitch back. Runners at first and second for the Bears. Just hang loose here real quick, Chris. Mm -hmm. Runners at first and second. Bears getting good leads off at first and second. Varner is at first, and getting the lead off at second base is Colton Purdy. Two down here in the inning. Bears already up 2 nothing, and that pitch to Wanzik is taken down low. Ball four. So now the bases are loaded, and it'll bring up Nick Strasbaugh. I heard the other day that if Connor Cook was drafted by Denver, and let's see if you agree with this, mm -hmm. they could still win the Super Bowl with him. Well, if you kind of look at Denver last year, do they really have any quarterback play? <laughs> I mean, right. their defense uh, their defense was so good, but I think they lost. I don't know. You could uh, correct me. Did they lose Trevathan and some of, the, some of the other guys on their defense? I don't know if their defense is going to be as strong, but uh, – I don't know what Denver's doing right now. I know the Kaepernick thing kind of fell through, um, but Connor Cook, yeah, if you if you don't if you don't make mistakes, unlike another Michigan State quarterback did in the playoffs <laughs> last year, Brian Hoyer, uh, yeah, I think we could do well with Denver. Strasball with the bases loaded, one and one the count. Debaco peering in for the sign, one and one the count to Strasball, the leadoff man for the Bears. He takes that pitch, swung on, grounded to third. The pit, McCracken will pick it up, throw to first base. Got by the first base, but one run will score. Rounding third and coming home is Varner. He'll score, and it's four to nothing on the air, committed by McCracken. I don't know if McCracken looks like maybe he could have tagged him on that play. I don't know. Yeah, it looked like he had some indecision there. Strasbaugh is going to stay at first base, but going all the way to third was Wanzik. But Purdy and Varner come home to score, and the Bears now lead it four to nothing. Well, it's been it's been a pretty successful couple of years, Chris. You you've got to be happy with the job that the athletic department has done, but also the fact is, you know, that 
you walked into a pretty good situation and everything has stayed pretty stable. Yes, it has. You know, and, and, and it really has to go to the community support that we have. Of course, the kids. I mean, they do an excellent job as student athletes, and also the coaches. I mean, I have we, we have a great group of coaches that we have here at Wayndale. So. All that support, uh, that really helped me, you know, get, get adjusted to this uh, new job in the two years that I've been here. You know, one last question before I let you go. What what does the administration do to help, as the throw goes to first base, Strasbaugh's back in time, to help these kids, especially the senior class, try to decide on where they want to go to school and how do they get them uh, enrolled in school and, and to, to get them into school after after high school? Well, our uh, our first year guidance counselor, Jen Troyer, who is a Wayndale graduate, she does a great job with that. Um, if you're a Division two or Division two or Division one athlete, you got to go through the NCA clearinghouse. So mm-hmm. we, we go through that and we, we, we walk them through that. And uh, Jen does a great job. Um, the coaching staff, along with myself and when Mrs. Troyer, we, we sit down and talk to them. Hey, what are your... Uh, what are your plans? A uh, good example is Reed Stanley. Um, he's going to go to Bloomsburg State. He's going to announce this week. That's a, Divi- that's a Division One wrestling program. It was a little bit indecisive on what he wanted to do, but we sat down, t- took some time. Uh, you know, uh, financial packages are also big with that. And, uh, yeah, any, anything to help the student-athlete, we do that here. Where is Bloomsburg State? Bloomsburg State is up on I-80. In Pennsylvania, it's, okay. it's past State College. It's on the way to the uh, – it's only a couple hours away from New York City, so it's the eastern side. It's about a five-hour drive from Apple Creek. Okay. I, I know he was he was bouncing back and forth between a couple of schools. What made him decide there? I think, I think the allure of being a D1 athlete, I think that's, that was the D1 school that gave him to give a, give a shot and go D1. He only had one shot to do it, and I think he really wants to do that. So, And good luck to him. He's a great kid. Absolutely. Chris, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. Chris Lapish joining us here. Ryan Weaver fouls that one out. Going to be a good season next year for the Bears, too. So we're, we're looking for a lot. Weaver strikes out swinging as that will end the fourth inning of play. But in the inning for the Bears, they come up with four big runs in the inning on one, two, three base hits, one error against Strasburg, and the Bears leave two men on. And as we head to the top half of the fifth inning of play, your score, it's Wayndale 4 and Strasburg nothing. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Wayndale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, a big inning for the Bears in that bottom half of the fourth inning, and they now lead it 4 to nothing. Parker Snyder has got a nice cushion to work with, and he'll face the 8, 9, and 1 hitters 
here in the fifth inning of play. Jared Burnworth, Mike Needenthal, and Gino Schubach. Our thanks to Chris Lapish for stopping up here this afternoon and talking to us about the state of affairs for the athletic department at Waynedale High School. As you heard him say, the boys' basketball coaching position should be announced sometime early this coming week. Burnworth will step up to the plate. He is 0 for 1 in the ballgame. He tried to reach on a bunt attempt his first time up. and Parker Snyder came off the mound quickly, grabbed the ball over near the first base line, and threw him out at first base. So he is 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Bears lead it 4 nothing. And the pitch is over at the knees for a called strike. This is the first game of a double dip. We'll be bringing you the nightcap also. 0-1 the count. The wind by Snyder. The pitch swung on and missed. Foul tipped, I guess they're going to say, into the glove of Aaron Spidell. 0-2 the count with Needenthal, Mike Needenthal, on deck. Snyder into the wind, and the 0-2 pitch to the plate. That's a changeup that hung outside. Tried to get him to chase after that one, but Burnworth... Did not. Stayed within himself. One and two the count now. And the two strike pitch to the plate. That is just inside off the corner. And the count is two and two. Burnworth sort of jumped out of the way of that. But it didn't look like it was that close. I'm not sure if he thought maybe he took the called third strike or not. It was that close. Two and two to count. And the pitch, that one is swung on and lined in the hole. And it will be backhanded by Strasbaugh. On the run, the throw not in time as Burnworth beat it out for the infield hit. That's the fourth hit of the ball game for Strasburg. They get the leadoff man on. And it brings up Mike Needenthal, the second baseman. Needenthal grounded to second his first time up. So he is 0 for 2. Getting the lead off first base is Burnworth. Burnworth on the year has stolen five bases. Strasburg loves to run. That pitch swung on fly ball out to left field. Weaver stumbled. Now makes the backhanded play over near the line. He stumbled, couldn't get in front of the ball, and had to backhand it over near the line and made the play. Nice play by Ryan Weaver out in left field. And holding at first base is Jared Burnworth. So one down here in the inning, and Burnworth holding at first base. And the top of the order comes to Gino Schutbach. Schutbach, left-handed hitter. He is one for two in the ballgame. Throw to first base, not in time, getting the diving Burnworth back. So Burnworth dives back in. Schubach at the plate. And the pitch is outside. Ball one. One or no the count now to Schubach. He got a single his last time up to right field. And the 1-0 swung on it. Grounded to short. Coming in a Strasbaugh. 
Gets it to second. The throw to first base is in time for the 6-4-3 double play. It didn't look like that thing was hit hard enough to do it, but Purdy and Strasbaugh turned it successfully at the bag, and the Bears get out of the inning. For Strasburg, they get no runs. They got one hit. They leave nobody on, and the Bears don't commit any errors. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Your score, it's 4 nothing Waynedale. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidell Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Boy, what a nice double play that the Bears pulled at, to end the inning in the top of the fifth. Didn't look like it was hit hard enough, but Strasbaugh and Purdy pulled it well at second base and pulled the 6-4-3 double play. 4 nothing. Bears lead it. As we head to the bottom of the fifth inning, and the man who started it all off in the last inning by trying to bunt his way on, and he was thrown out at first base by the pitcher, Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan? Singled his first time up, so he's one for two in the afternoon. Leads off here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Takes a curve ball for a called strike. One or no the count. Can't ask for any better day. 375 to the alleys, 400 to deep center field here at Munson Stadium. That pitch is over below. Bounces away from the catcher, Thomas, and he looks at the glove to make sure that it's still stitched right. That's the first thing you're taught as a catcher. When you drop the ball or it gets by you, look at the glove. It's got to be something wrong with the glove. One and one the count. Swung on, fly ball down the right field line. Burnworth coming over and it'll drop foul. So Reidenbaugh down in the count. One and two. Sun here not really a problem as of yet but in the second game the shadows are going to be covering home plate that will make things a little more difficult for the batter and the 1-2 swung on lined out into left field and it will drop for a base hit Matt Needenfall had to play it on a bounce so Evan Reidenbaugh is 2-3 for three in the ball game he's got his second single of the day and it brings up Shane Weaver Shane flied to left, walked, stole his first base of the year, and then came around to score on the base hit to center by Aaron Spidell, who picked up his 13th RBI of the year on that base hit, by the way. Rydenbaugh getting the lead off of first base as DeBacco comes set. And the pitch swung on and missed by Weaver, holding it first as Rydenbaugh. Owen won the count. Probably have about a 20-minute 
break in between games. We'll take about a 10-minute break and then come back. There goes Reidenbaugh. The throw taken up high. The throw down to second base. Not in time. Evan goes in with a stolen base. And the count evens on Weaver. One and one. Reidenbaugh, his fourth stolen base of the season. One ball, one strike. The count to the Bears cleanup man. Right-handed hitting Shane Weaver with Aaron Spidell on deck. And the pitch to the plate swung on and lined into center field for a base hit. Reidenbaugh will hit third and he's going to come home. The throw will go into second base as the center fielder, Schupbach, bobbled the ball and he had no opportunity to throw Reidenbaugh out at home. Shane Weaver with the base hit to center and he gets an RBI on the play as the Bears now lead it 5 to nothing. Weaver on the year with that base hit picks up his ninth RBI of the season. Anna brings to the plate Aaron Spidell. Spidell, one for two in the ballgame with a run scored and an RBI. Bears up five zip. Weaver short lead. That pitch is a fastball down low. DeBacco looked like he was upset and just took out his frustrations on that fastball. Schlebaugh is on deck for the Bears. One away. Nobody away, excuse me. Nobody out. Coming set. There's a swung on, and Spidell hits it to deep center field. Dropping back to Schupbach. He's going to grab it in medium deep center field. And Weaver, who went about halfway now, will return to first base. So now there's the first out. As Spidell flies to center. One away. And it brings up Marcus Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh walked and grounded to short. So he's 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Weaver still at first base. Shane, on a hit and run the last inning, got his first stolen base of the year. That pitch is a curveball that goes outside to Schlebaugh. 1 or no the count. Shane, not a very big lead at first. He didn't have a very big lead the last time, but he still got the stolen base. Now DeBacco throws over to first, and Shane... Just takes two steps and is back on the bag. Our next broadcast game Tuesday afternoon from Smithville. Girls softball action. Waynedale at Smithville. 1-1 is down low. Now the count is 1-1. Check at 2-0. 2-0 is the count to Schleybaugh. Sooner or later I'll be right, just like a clock is... Dead clock is right twice a day. That pitch is a called strike. Now the count is 2-1. and one. Colton Purdy is on deck. Weaver hanging close to first base. DeBacco giving him a lot of attention. Shane gets the lead. Bluffs the go. and The ball is swung on. Top to short. Coming in is the shortstop. He'll throw across in time. And Weaver is going to round second. He's going to go to third. He's going to be safe at third. The ball gets away. He's going to come home to score. Wheels Weaver took off on the play. The ball was top to short. He made it to to second easily. Rounded second on the throw to first base. The first baseman, Spinell, threw it to third. It got by the third baseman. And Weaver came all the way around from first to score. And it is now six to nothing. Bears on top of it. And Schlebaugh 
reached on the air, and then there'll be another error on the play that allows Weaver to come all the way around to score. That'll be the third error of the game against Strasburg, and it will bring up Colton Purdy. Schlebaugh is standing at second base. Weaver has really turned on the wheels today. And the first pitch to Purdy is outside for a ball. Colton has reached on an infield single. And bounced out. Went off the pitcher's glove to second, and they threw him out at first. And the 1-0 is over at the belt. 1-1 one and one the count. This game one of the doubleheader. Coming set is DeBacco. And the pitch curve ball over at the belt. One and two now the count. Jarrett Varner's on deck, and Varner had his first base hit at the varsity level last inning. Coming set, one down. And the pitch swung on, fly ball, center field. Schuttbach started in, now goes back. He grabs it, and hanging close at first base, at second base, is Schlebaugh. So Purdy... Gave it a jolt, almost hit it over the head of Schubach out in center field. But he managed to corral it. And it brings up Jarrett Varner with two away. Bears on top of it now, six to nothing. And Schlebaugh standing at second base. Coming set, DeBacco comes to the belt. Now steps off the back of the rubber and walks towards second. Schlebaugh gets back in plenty of time. Coming set is DeBacco, and the pitch to the plate swung on a fisted foul back against the backstop by Varner. Varner has got a nice swing from the right right side of that batter's box. Stands deep in the box. 0-1 the count. On deck is Wanzik. That pitch is over but low. And the count is 1-1. Indians won today, in case you missed it, 10-1. to 1. Jan Gomes had a three-run homer. That pitch curved ball over at the belt. One ball, two strikes the count to the Bears' DH, Jarrett Varner. He's looking to drive home another run. DeBacco comes set, and he backs off the back of the rubber. One and two, the count to Varner. Two down. And that pitch is in tight. Varner has to back away from the plate. And the count is now two and two. Varner's got quite an upside. He's just a freshman. Very, very comfortable at home plate. Coming set, DeBacco. Check Schleybaugh at second. The 2-2 swung on and missed strike three. So the Bears in the inning, they pick up two runs in it on two base hits. Three big Strasburg errors, and the Bears leave one man on base. As we head to the sixth inning, your score, Waynedale 6, Strasburg nothing. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. 
Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Close on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Bears lead at 6-0 as we head to the 6th inning of play here from Munson Stadium this afternoon Jay DeBacco the pitcher will lead things off trying to help himself out here in the top of the 6th inning Parker Snyder boy he's done a job here this afternoon pitching a shutout giving up just 4 hits in the contest. He has struck out one. That was the very first batter that he faced in Geno Schubach. That's the only batter that he has struck out here this afternoon. He has walked one man. That was all the way back in the third inning. And he has retired six in a row. So Snyder settling in rather nicely in his first Start of the season. DeBacco has walked and grounded to short. So he is 0 for 1 in the ball game. And the first pitch of the sixth is upstairs for a ball. Mitch Spinell is on deck. And then comes Jarrett McCracken. So the two, three, and four hitters for the Tigers. That pitch is over at the knees on the outside corner for a called strike. Bears came into this one with a two-game winning streak. Strasburg coming in after a victory over Garraway on Thursday. 1-1 pitch to DeBacco. Swung on line down the left field line. Curling foul. And out of play. 1-2 and two the count. It is going to take quite a jolt to get one out of here today. As we said, the wind is not gusting, but it's coming in. Just calmly from the left center field area. And it would be quite a poke to get one out of here anyway. It's 325 down the lines, 375 to the alleys, and 400 to dead center field. Into the wind is Snyder. And the 1-2 pitch swung on and grounded in the hole. But ranging to his left is Schlebaugh. Picks it up on the grass, throw across in time. So DeBacco grounds out to third. Seven in a row, retired by Snyder. And it brings to the plate Mitch Spinell. Last time anybody got on base was in the fifth inning of play. That was the leadoff man. And the pitch to the plate to Spinell is outside, let him off of the curveball. Spinell has flied to center both times. So he's 0 for 2. McCracken is on deck. Snyder into the wind. The pitch. There's another fly ball to center field. The riding ball comes in. Now drops back. And he reaches up and grabs it for the second out. So Reidenbaugh has retired Spinell three straight times. 
And it brings up Jarrett McCracken. McCracken has popped to third and singled to left. So he is one for two in the ball game. He's their cleanup man and had the worst batting average of 267 heading into the game. But he also has their best batting average with runners in scoring position. That pitch is high and outside to McCracken. 1-0 the count. Reds are in action tonight. They are in Chicago taking on the Cubs at Wrigley Field. 7-10 start for that one. That pitch swung on and lined back to the backstop. Foul. 1-1 one one the count. Great ball field. Now the shadows are right toward the edge of the right-handed batter's box. In a couple of innings, those shadows are going to be right over home plate. and It'll make things a little more difficult to hit the baseball. And that pitch is a curveball down low. Tantalizing to McCracken, but he held up. Two and one the count. And the two one pitch to McCracken from Snyder is outside. Three and one. And Mark Donahue and I will talk about the Reds and the Indians on Monday night on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show. That's at 9 o'clock here on Ultimate Sports Talk. 3-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch is fisted right back to the mound in the air, and Snyder will grab it, and that will do it for the Tigers here in the sixth. Nobody across. Three up, three down. Your score, 6 nothing. Waynedale heading to the bottom of the sixth. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 6 nothing Bears lead it here in the sixth inning of play. Bottom of the sixth. And because of the run rule, if the Bears score four runs in this inning, the game would be over. If not, then they've got to retire Strasburg in the top half of the seventh conventionally. Jarrett Wanzik will lead it off for the Bears, the right fielder. And then back to the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh and Ryan Weaver. Wanzik this afternoon is grounded to first and walked. And he was stranded at third at the end of that fourth inning of play when the Bears busted through for four runs to take the 4 nothing lead. At the end of this doubleheader, we will give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game to the player who played the best here today. New pitcher out on the mound now for... Strasburg, 
And that is Mitch Spinell. Spinell has moved to the mound. Spinell on the season, he is a left-hander. 11 innings pitched. This is his fifth appearance on the year. He has given up 12 hits, four runs, all of them earned, struck out eight, walked five, and he's got a 1-0 record on the year with a 2.55 ERA. And that first pitch is over but low for a ball to Wanzig. So Mitch Spinell is the new pitcher taking the place of Jay DeBacco here in this one. And he's on the hook. And that pitch is a called strike to Wanzik. One and one the count. So five innings pitched by Jay DeBacco. He's on the hook for the loss. Spinell, curveball outside. Two balls, one strike the count. On deck, Strasbaugh. Spinell working out of the wind. McCracken has moved to first base, by the way. Swung on and missed. Strike three against Wanzik. So Wanzik, first K of the ball game for Spinell. And it brings to the plate Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh, right-handed batter. On the afternoon, he is 0 for 3. Reached on an error his last time up, and he grounds that one to third. Nice pickup by DeBacco, who's a third. Throw across in time to McCracken for the out. So there are two down here in the sixth inning of play, and it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver is 0 for 3 in the ballgame. He has struck out twice and grounded to third in the contest. So the Bears with two down, leading it six to nothing. And Weaver takes the first pitch over at the knees for a called strike. Owen won the count to Ryan Weaver. Two men down here in the sixth inning of play. The wind by Spinell and the pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. 0-2. We'll see who starts the second game for both clubs. Both Managers were a little up in the air as to who they were going to throw in the second game. That pitch is a curveball outside and low. Count now one ball, two strikes. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck, and he's two for three in the afternoon with a run scored. End of the wind is Fidel. I'm sorry, Spinell, and that pitch is swung on. Weaver pops it up near third base. DeBacco calls for it, and he's got it. And the Bears go down 1-2-3 here in this sixth inning of play. And as we head to the seventh, the Bears are three outs away from a victory. Your score, the Bears, six, Strasburg, nothing. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. 
like the Bears, the Apple Creek drive-thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek drive-thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek drive-thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Well, as we head into the bottom or the top of the seventh inning, it is 6-0. Waynedale on top of it, looking for their third win in a row. Parker Snyder looking for his second victory of the year and his first victory as a starting pitcher this season. And for Strasburg, they will send to the plate Matt Needenthal, Paul Thomas, and Mitch Needenthal. Matt Needenthal in the afternoon, he's singled and was forced out at second, and then flied to center. We'll have the second game of the doubleheader coming up about 20 minutes after this one. Parker Snyder into the wind, looking for the complete game victory, and he swings and Needenthal. Pops it over to short, picked up by Strasbaugh on the throw to first base in time. So Matt Needenthal grounds out to short, one away here in the seventh inning. And it brings Paul Thomas up to bat. Shadow now over home plate. So the ball, right-handed batter still probably not having a problem seeing the ball. But once it gets out between the mound and home plate, that's when you start having a problem. When it goes from the sunlight to the shadows. One away. And the pitch to Thomas is outside and low. Ball one. And the throw from Spidell gets away from Snyder. That's the only snafu that the Bears have had today. Was that little throw there from Spidell to Snyder here in the seventh inning. They have gone throughout this game without an error. They've played the infield and outfield flawlessly. They've had a couple of nice plays defensively in this one, too. And that pitch is inside and low. Almost hit Thomas, but he backed out of the way of it in time. One and one the count. Thomas from the right-hand side of the batter's box. The wind and the pitch to the plate upstairs. Two and one. And Snyder's 2-1 pitch to the plate. Thomas squared to bunt, but he took a strike at the knees. And that makes it 2-2. I believe the count is 2-2. Not sure what Ron Fuller put up, but let's say it's 2-2, and and that pitch is a strike. So the count was, I think he said the count was 3-1, and and now it's 3-2. and So one of those pitches was a ball and not a strike. So it's 3-2 and two, the count now. Snyder out of the wind and the payoff pitch to the plate. 
pitch is swung on and fouled down the left field side and out of play. Over near the pavilion down the left field line. Snyder back up on top of the hill. Two outs away from a complete game victory, which would be his second win of the year. Snyder rocks into the motion, and the 3-2 pitch to the plate is down low ball four. So Snyder loses him. That is his second walk of the ball game. And it brings up Mitch Needenthal. Needenthal has ended two innings this afternoon, the second and the fourth, by bouncing into fielder choices. Weaver playing off the bag at first base. They're not even holding Thomas at first, and that pitch is down low, ball one. And now... Snyder seems to have lost the direction of home plate, at least on the last two batters, and you wonder if maybe he's tiring. This is the first time he's gone past an inning in any appearance that he's had. And the pitch is upstairs, ball two. Jared Burnworth is on deck. One man down, one man on. Here in the seventh inning of play, it's 6-0 Waynedale. Coming set is Thomas. Runner holds, and that pitch is over at the belt on the inside corner. Two and one, now the count. With this lead, really, all Snyder has to do is get the ball over. Coming set, Parker peers over at first. Runner is holding, and that pitch swung on and grounded to short. Strasbaugh picks it up, flips it to Purdy at second. The throw to first base in time in the second double play of the ball game for the Bears ends it here in the contest and they win it by a final score of six to nothing. Here in the seventh inning for Strasburg, they get no runs on no hits. They leave nobody on and the Bears go through the ball game with no errors in the contest. And your final score here this afternoon in game one of this doubleheader, it is Waynedale six and Strasburg nothing. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, it took us just about an hour and 50 minutes to complete this ball game. The Bears win it six to nothing. They run their record now on the season to 10 and four on the year. And of course, they're, they stay at six and two in the Wayne County Athletic League. As far as Strasburg is concerned, their record now drops to 10 and seven on the year. Your winning pitcher here this afternoon, Parker Snyder. Snyder threw seven innings. In this ballgame, picking up his second victory 
of the season. He gave up no runs on four hits. He walked two and struck out one here this afternoon. The losing pitcher on the day, Jay DeBacco, going five innings, giving up six runs on six hits. He walked two, struck out four. Mitch Spinell relieved him, and he pitched a scoreless 1-2-3 inning in the sixth inning. But the Bears win it by a final of 6 to nothing here this afternoon. Your final line score for the Bears, six runs on six hits, no errors. They left five men on base. For Strasburg, they had no runs on four hits, three errors, and they left four men on base. This is the second consecutive game that the Bears have pitched a shutout and a complete game. Manny Camacho did it on Wednesday against Dalton in the 7 nothing victory, and the Bears do it this afternoon behind Parker Snyder for a 6 nothing victory here today. We'll be back to talk more about this afternoon's game, wrap things up, and bring you up to date on Game 2 right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. So the Bears win this one, and how did they do it? Well... As we recap the scoring in the ball game, we were scoreless going into the fourth inning of play, and then the Bears battered around in that fourth inning. It started off innocently enough with Evan Reidenbaugh starting off just attempting a bunt and bunting it right back to the mound, and he was thrown out at first base. But then Shane Weaver got a walk. On the very next pitch, he stole second on a hit and run that Aaron Spidell swung through. And then on the very next pitch, Aaron Spidell got a base hit to center field. Shane Weaver rounded third, came home to score. They threw home to try to get him, and Spidell took second on the throw. Marcus Schlebaugh then grounded a short. Spidell took third. Colton Purdy then got an infield single. That scored Spidell, and it was 2 to nothing. And then Jared Varner got a base hit to right field. That sent Colton Purdy to third base, so the Bears had runners at first and third. Jared Wanzik then walked to load the bases. Nick Strasbaugh then hit one to third base that the ball was bobbled by the third baseman, McCracken, and a run scored, and that made it three to nothing, or four to nothing, and then Ryan Weaver struck out, and that was the end of the inning. In the next inning, the Bears got a base hit by Evan Reidenbaugh, Shane Weaver got a base hit, and Weaver put on the wheels and put on a display. Reidenbaugh stole second, he got, came home to score on Weaver's base hit to center, making it 5 to nothing. Weaver then, as Aaron Spidell, after he flied out to center, Schlebaugh hit one to third. Weaver was already stealing second. Schlebaugh was safe at first base. Weaver rounded second on the throw to first, went to third. They threw to third base. The ball got by him. Weaver ran right through a stop sign and came home to score, and it was 6 nothing, and that was the end of the scoring on the afternoon, and the Bears winning it here by a final score of 6 to zip. We'll be back to wrap things up in this first game and preview the second game. We'll do that right after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. 
We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. On the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. So your final score here this afternoon, 6 to nothing. Waynedale wins it here in this one. Now the second game, we're not sure who the starting pitchers are going to be. Uh, depending upon what happened in the first game, Justin McDowell wasn't sure if he was going to go with Steven Spidell or possibly Manny Camacho. But then he was talking about holding off Manny Camacho to one of the games this week. So we'll wait and see as to what the lineups are going to be on this one. Right now, we've got a time of about 6.05. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and we will be back at 6.20 for the second game here this afternoon. But in this one, the Bears win it. They are now 10-4 and on the year, and we will be back at around 6.20 this afternoon to bring you the second game of this doubleheader between Strasburg and the Waynedale Golden Bears. Thanks a lot for joining us here. Join us again in about 15 minutes here from Munson Stadium where the Bears will be taking on the second game. Uh, let's make it 625, as a matter of fact. Let's go at 625 because it appears that they're going to reline the field for this second game. So let's come back on the air at 625. We'll have the lineups for you and get the pitchers set up for this one. I'm Dave Mitchell. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Once again, your final score here today in game one of this doubleheader. It was Waynedale 6, Strasburg nothing. We'll be back at 625. <laughs> You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shout Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905, Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. And by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.